0: yo this is hanging with apes an audio apes podcast real talk real topics no limits audio apes music with no boundaries yo what's up everybody i'm k cartoon i'm X. phonics we are the audio apes and you are officially hanging with apes a podcast where we discuss trending topics current news with our take on it two guys from the south side of chicago like always remember you could check us out at audioapesmusic.com that has everything you need to know about us Our music, our podcast, our videos, everything. It's really well designed. Enjoy your stay at AudioWavesMusic.com and tell all your friends about it. Thanks. Thank you very much. Uh, We thank you so much for your support. Uh, The podcast is growing. Our music is growing. We have some dedicated listeners out there from all over the place, really all over the country. Even on the West Coast. Uh, so it's pretty interesting. Pretty interesting. And California love. And we appreciate da, the na, feedback. Na, um, da, na, na. Just everything. Everything. So thanks for listening. Remember audioapesmusic.com. And then you could follow us at Hanging With Apes on Twitter, at Audio Apes on Twitter. Remember, Hanging With Apes is the podcast. Audio Apes is the music.
1: Thank you guys. Thank you guys very much. This has been a better year with our podcast. Uh, We're trying to push up, you know, the episodes and uh, bring you more. Uh, Our YouTube, we're working on it. Little videos here and there. Definitely subscribe to the YouTube as well. Love us now and tell all your
0: friends about it. A whole lot of stuff coming your way. AudioEachMusic.com. We keep saying that. Right? Yeah, I don't know why. (laughs) About that shit. (laughs) See that that's, you you got to
1: you got to
0: embed it in their heads. <laughs> yeah, it, I guess it's like those songs that play on the radio which part of me really doesn't think that people like, but I believe because the radio keeps spinning it, people convince themselves that they like it. Yep. com, And it gets to the point where they truly believe they like it. It's almost like Inception. Yeah. In it Just, is. Fucking spin it and spin it and spin it yep. until it gets embedded in their brain and they're none they go fucking buy the album. Go buy it. So in in our case, buy our singles on iTunes. Yep. Big faces, Get Biz Get Big, Demons in My Head, Let's Go, Let's Ride, Mikasa. Am I forgetting one?
1: Uh Man, we got so much music. Actually, you know what? Audiationmusic.com it has it all. Go cool now.
0: You know, <laughs> Damn, man, we're getting good at this shit. You know what's crazy is um, we we performed recently. Oh yeah, on Thursday, and it was awful. It was an awful performance. <laughs> and you know, we're honest. Like I like to be. I like to be honest. I, I like to look at the man in the mirror and and be able to sleep at night. And the only way I can do that is by being honest with myself. And it was a horrible performance. We weren't prepared for it. And I'm not justifying the horrible performance, but what I'm, I am trying to find the reasoning behind it. And I've realized that MC and rapper has become probably like the number six thing on the list of all the things that we are. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Actually, right now, I think crazy enough. I think we're journalists before we're rappers isn't that kind of weird like i've i never wanted to be a journalist like i never i never cared about informing people growing up like like that's not even something like a kid like says he wants to do like when you know in the classroom when the teachers come around and you know they write down on the piece of paper well, well what do you want to do what do you want i want to be a police officer i want to be a businessman i want to be a lawyer i want to be a doctor i want to be a teacher it's like i, I want to be a I wanna inform people, like I wanna be a journalist. Do kids say that? I don't no. know. Like I know when we were kids, Hell no. that wasn't the case. We did want to play football and basketball and rap. Right. <laughs> you know, shit the Like cool shit. <laughs> yeah <laughs> Exactly. But like like journalist, like oh yeah. Reporter,
1: you know? There was once I remember one time I was like, Fuck journal No, I'm just playing no, I didn't say that. No, but um Yeah, that's crazy, now that I think about it. Like that evolution. Yeah, and and we're doing so many other things. It is... uh, You're right. I mean, we haven't... It's not a bad thing, but what I would say is that we do have to, you know, when we go perform and do stuff, just prepare more, although it seems like there's not enough hours in the day, you know, because like...
0: Well, I always... Say an advocate I know you do too Yeah That the days need to be longer Yeah so Like if anything
1: Trump get that you shit You know done. like
0: I know they're lobbying a lot <laughs> Right now there's a lot of lobbying going on For like birth control And like abortion And all kind of shit I think we should lobby for longer days Yeah Like yeah. what do you think Like I think like maybe I think like a good 32 hour day is good What do you think Oh
1: dude 32 hours Jesus That would be amazing I would love it I would love it Let's get it done
0: Another 8 hours Let's get some signatures baby Another 8 hours Because see the thing is this You know the average person You sleep 8 hours You go to work 8 hours And then You kinda have Your The time for you Like either it's your free time Or your recreational time Or Your business time Or your family time It's Supposed to be In that other 8 hours But Between getting ready for work and coming home from work and all of that stuff, that eight-hour time frame is kind of cut yeah. to, to, to a certain extent. So it's not really a whole eight hours. So let's call it six hours. So what we're advocating for is having that six hours and an additional eight hours. And then you have, you know, that's that's why we need a 32-hour day. Yeah, so I mean, we we. Need I don't to know how we're gonna fucking change the Earth's rotation, but you know. What about what about a, a four-hour work day? Do you think that would work? No, you see, that's some fucking <laughs> socialist-ass <laughs> European shit. I'm not advocating. Oh that. yeah, so, so Spaniard, don't yeah. they do that in Spain? <laughs> right, or they just stop. Yeah, we like, need nah. to siesta. No, like what kind I wish of shit I had those is little, that? like those little clapper things yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no we just need to we just need longer days you know what i'm saying but it is what it is do it now get it done whoever we got to we got to find a way to uh to make that happen
1: now given the fact that it has been jam packed and we've been kind of busy i mean you know i feel i feel i did feel good getting back on stage and you know and shout out to to passion park who hosted the event you know, it was like different rappers from the city or whatever so it was cool we got to see some people who have like little like uh shows going on um you know it it, it was cool just to get in the mix and and talk we just get you know got to do it more often so i think it's safe to say we're going to quit podcasting and uh quit quit working and uh yeah four hour work weeks please no but but have you heard uh i mean i know it's been crazy with this whole, you know... Well, I, March is usually always jam-packed with this whole March Madness. I never really got into it. No. But um, Dead Smack in the middle of March Madness, Drake comes out with more life. Yeah. And everyone's going nuts.
0: I don't care. I'll be honest. <laughs> like I don't care. Well, you know, I'm not a big Drake fan. Like, his nah, music yeah. doesn't really do it for me. I I tweeted about it when, when it came out. Uh, but i i tweeted about it really just for uh, the sake of of tweeting about it maybe we'll get a few retweets maybe we'll get a few followers just for like by hashtagging it i didn't but me personally i i don't care at all about it
1: yeah um i listened to a couple songs he's very good at uh it well i mean i, I told you this when you were reading that delicious potbelly sandwich, which you didn't. No, sorry, "No, you did. You did offer." But um, I had some some dope ass rice and steak to eat. But um, you uh, Th- thanks for sharing that on the yeah, podcast. Exactly. I'm sure our, so, our
0: listeners will be very. Uh, oh yeah,
1: I hope your mouth is watering now. Very, very, very happy news. to com. know what the
0: fuck you ate for dinner. <laughs> like,
1: <I don't... laughs> no, but um, you know, I was telling you that uh, Drake uh, he. It's like he's always in direct competition with with um, I was about to say Trump, Kanye West, <laughs> man that would be so weird. Um, if if Trump laid down fucking hot ass 16s, oh my god, <laughs> that should be kind of crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but uh, so I did notice I uh, was that song Passion Fruit, and then and then there was another one, um, where he kind of took that sound that that Kanye did with Fade. Mm-hmm. So so you know I like the sound of it. But it's just always the same subject matter with him, so and and then for some reason, uh, his beats always seem kind of like hollowed out or something. I don't know. I know his producer. Um, he he tends to do that with a lot of his beats, so a lot of it sounds very very similar. Um, all in all, I mean, not a not a big fan myself. I mean, I I've always like every album he comes out. Maybe there's a song or two.
0: Yeah, you know, I'll have on my playlist. That's typically how it is for me.
1: And that's pretty much it. But, man, people are going nuts. I mean, people were, like, just...
0: Well, I, I think there's also the surprise factor because it was unannounced. He did the whole Beyonce thing where, you know, just drop an album one night. Nobody knows about it. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know, like, initially how people find out if it's just, you know, they're on their Apple Music or Google Play and, it you know, oh, new music and they see it there or or whatever um that's how i did it because i was uh actually on on the itunes store actually you know what's what's funny about it i was on my phone at the the itunes store looking for that track from the the passion park <laughs> guy david lopez oh yeah last song he performed oh the guy who hosted
1: the, the event yeah because yeah.
0: cause he said that uh uh, his uh, hit that song was on iTunes, and that was a dope ass song, yeah, because it was kind of like it was like wild for the night meets uh, like that. Um, what's the, sound of the, the song, right song? The Harlem Shake, the Harlem Shake thing. It, it was an interesting song, so I was like, you know what, maybe I'll buy you know support or whatever. I and I didn't even think to look on Apple Music to see you know if I could stream it, but as soon as I opened the app, I see more life, Drake. So initially, I'm thinking that's just a new track.
1: Did you feel like there was an abundance of life when you saw that? When no, you saw I, I didn't okay. I didn't
0: at all. And, and by originally I thought it was just a track <laughs> and then I open, you know, I, I click it and then it opens up and then it's the whole album. And then you know I was you know a surprise album and then I tweeted about it. But that was the extent of 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 my experience with it. It didn't it didn't move me to want to listen to it. And that's just because I'm, you know, for the most part, underwhelmed by his music. And I don't don't get all the, you know, the crazy hype and appeal about it.
1: I I don't know how to feel about rap music right now. Like, I always had a good idea. I always felt that I had a good idea of where it was and where it was going. And, you know, I felt like I was a little bit more hip to it, I guess, if you want to... If you want to say, but now I don't, it's weird because on one hand you have a guy like Drake. Then you have like the guy in the middle, which is like J. Cole. And then you have like the polar opposite of Drake, which is like Kendrick. And then in the mix, it's just like all types of different rappers. I I don't know like what direction rap will be moving. Is it going to keep going towards, uh,
0: because
1: obviously Drake sells way more than like a like uh, Kendrick or J Cole, is it gonna go Drake's route? Is it gonna go Kendrick's route? Because I mean, one thing I will say is this: because of the the pop feel that that kind of like Drake has, which is directly influenced from Kanye West, um, you get guys like Kendrick and J Cole, and and they get overrated. I mean, they could get called like the next Tupac and the next Biggie. Yeah. And so I, I feel like...
0: Because everything gets so watered down. Yeah. Do you, that, do you, that, that becomes what's potent.
1: Yeah. Now, do you feel that it's... Right now, rap is going to stay where it's at? It's going to move more towards the pop side? Or, or... what? I don't know. What do you feel? Do you feel it's going to...
0: It'll it'll always it it'll always move because it's ever evolving. Um, Obviously, the way in which it evolves is what's kind of hard to predict. Um, I think you said it before earlier in your kitchen. I think you kind of hit the the nail on the head. Was it when I was
1: eating my delicious steak and rice?
0: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Drake is safe. So yeah. I think with him, he'll continue to have a certain degree of popularity because he's safe. It's like it's like a, a late night host, like a, a Jimmy Fallon or or or, a, or a Jimmy Kimmel. They kind of stay employed because there's they're somewhat safe. Like you know, sometimes they might get a little bit controversial, but just. A pinch whereas somebody like chris rock and and dave Chappelle are gonna definitely definitely have a niche audience you know and 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 ride that edge a little bit closer yeah because they're more fearless
1: yeah and it's just a type of tv
0: yeah that uh but then they're also that type of comedian also you know what i'm saying because yeah. i'm i don't think dave Chappelle is getting many offers to be you know a late night show host. Oh, you know man. what I'm saying? Just because of the way he is, I'm sure he's getting other kinds of offers but to not necessarily to be a late night show host. So, it's the same thing with Drake, I think I think Drake is is safe and people like that. Another thing too is I have a sense that rap is sort of evolving politically and like not necessarily in the sense of oh you know uh, you know fuck the president or whatever case like that but it's becoming safer or rappers are going to be talking about things that are are safer or or more sort of politically fueled because if you think about the average rap fan you're talking about somebody in their adolescence high school or college and we're seeing more and more evidence of of college and high school students being indoctrinated, you know, certain subject matter, certain things. So, these are the things that that rappers are either going to talk about in their music or be involved in like in their in their personal lives and kind of highlight and stuff like the whole chance the rapper, you know, donating to Chicago public schools or drake the subject matter is like is very safe and i think on that show um insecure on hbo there's a there's a part that's sort of uh telling about drake's music because there's a joke where this guy he's like uh he's like why is it that all uh college educated girls like drake and then the girl's like i don't know but he just gets us you know what I'm saying? It, it It is true. Like, Drake is not going to say anything that's going to offend your typical college-educated girl. He's not going to say anything that's too misogynist because on one track, yeah, sure, he might talk about fucking bitches. But then on the next track, he's going to talk about how he's so I sad really and you. in love. And you know what I'm saying? That talking about he feels like he should have he should that the sex was so good he should pay for it like what kind of shit is that <laughs> like that's some fucking like that's the total opposite of the shit like we grew up on yeah it's like we My grew up in on love we grew up on the shit like like bitch you gonna do what I tell you to do whereas like now it's it's like do it now like oh I'm I'm so in love I should pay you like what <laughs> what kind of shit is this like what is that like yeah. honestly like what is it like what. What is that? It, it, it's like uh, when we were talking about uh on the phone,
1: we were saying how like rap now is kind of starting to become like real like in your feelings type of
0: some soft ass shit. Yeah, like it oh, is. I'm in,
1: I'm in my bedroom, sparking up, thinking about like some shit, and then it's like some real mellowed out beat, and it's like people are like, oh man, I'm feeling it, and they're just like, oh, just mellowed like the fuck Malfoy out. Like is in their feelings. Yeah, and and Drake does make. I mean, you could you could tell that he in intentionally makes music like that, like just real yeah. mellowed out. Like, whereas, I mean, you compare it, like, let's say to our music, we have a such a, it's like, there's is like bravado to the beat, to the epicness, to, you know, and, and then you listen to guys like Jay-Z, 50 Cent, Eminem, um, shit, even, even Nas, and, and, I mean, countless other rappers, and they had that in their beats. They had something like, it was like, you know, it was like, in your face almost.
0: Yeah, because there's nothing there's nothing really appealing about about being that way. Like for instance, if you think about what women are typically attracted to. You think about what men are attracted to not not sexually, but like like the kind of men that they want around them, there's a certain degree of bravado to it. It's like okay, you're like, you know, for instance, we were talking about earlier, like a John Wick. Oh, that's a badass guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't typically find yourself gravitating towards the motherfucker that's curled up in a ball in the corner while John Wick is fucking having a shootout. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's like true. So, so but the thing is, be, again, going back to like my my theory of because there's a certain level of indoctrination going on. I think that is becoming more, more appealing to some people because of you know the certain things that, that, that people are being informed about. Like, oh, well, men don't do this enough and men should do this more and stuff like that. And I think that that's why I feel that politics is bad for rap. Just like Dave Chappelle said something recently in an interview. He said that he thinks Donald Trump is bad for comedy because so many people are like pretty much making the same jokes about Trump and that that's something that we, that one of our observations after we saw Chris Rock that yeah. that we talked about and Gerard Carmichael right it's like it's like they do it in such a it's not brave like yeah. for yeah. you to talk about the president especially in today's day and age you know for the most part you may not necessarily get applauded but nobody is going to really object to that shit because the type of people that object to it are typically like on the left like that are like like outspoken about their objection they're typically on the left so even if you say something that somebody on the right might not necessarily agree with the person on the right has work tomorrow or they have a family or they have a business to attend to they're not worried about what you said they're like well you can say whatever the fuck you want like so it's not brave, and so I don't think that, don't, and
1: it's its own. It's almost its own comedy now. Like, like that's why Matt Stone and Trey Parker said that. Like, we're not, we're not going to follow that because it, it's like it's funny by itself. Like, I don't know how we would satire that and it'd be funny.
0: And 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 so, and I and I remember saying this to you before. It's like, like when Eminem like dissed Trump. You know, like he he on on that campaign speech, and then he talked about Trump on uh, one of his. No, he was like on a featuring track on the Big Sean uh track that he featured on. Yeah. Eminem used to be very brave, like say things that were controversial. That's not controversial. Like that's no. that's not brave at all. Like
1: That's actually pretty goddamn safe if you ask me. Yeah,
0: it's very safe. You know what I'm saying? So something like that is it's just I, it's not good. I don't think it's good for rap. And I don't think yeah, rap and, is going to grow for that. And see, and he, from
1: that. he's always been the rapper, like, he'll name drop anybody and it's cool. It doesn't matter. I mean, name dropping Trump or name dropping Hillary or whatever, that's cool, whatever. But what I'm saying is a political point. Like, to me, I don't listen to music to get my political views, whether it be right or left. I listen to music because I want to get lost in the music. So I think it's bad in that sense, too. Like, I, I'm not I don't I don't care like you know like I want to hear you know freaking Jay-Z and Kanye you know like go ham on, on some shit or, or that's what I want to listen to exactly and, and if it is going to be something uh not so much politically motivated but maybe like a, a mi- mirroring society
0: or something like that that's fine that's cool that that's interesting right. You know, but let it be. Let it be thought provoking. Exactly. Like, like for instance, I remember on Gerard Carmichael's first HBO special, he said something that was like so awesome, but yet at the same time, like pretty civilized when he talked about how uh, Beyonce fans kind of need to calm down because, they're like, they're not on her level. Like, she, like it's like a, your average Beyonce fan. Can't get away with the shit that Beyonce is talking about doing on her song. Like, you know, to the left, to the left. It's like too ambitious for them. E- exactly. <laughs> that's something that's not safe, but it's still like delivered in a classy way. But it's a, it's a, it's really not a safe thing because no. there's a lot of people that could take offense to that. But it is thought-provoking because that is the case for a lot of uh, Beyonce fans out there.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and it's <clears throat> that's what that's what he likes. That that's where he thrives when it when it's something you know pretty controversial, or when he said uh in, in the newest one uh what what's it called eight mm-hmm. his newest standup um where it just starts and he's like are we gonna be all right and it's just like silence yeah. <laughs> he's like yeah we'll be fine we have a new king and then everyone just <laughs> starts laughing and then he goes on to say that you know it it was definitely a win for the guys and not for women. Yeah. I feel even now in today's climate, that's kind of like, Oh, wait wait a minute. Yeah. Don't say that. There was, there was a, you could feel the <laughs> cringe in the audience. <laughs> yeah. Oh, when he was talking about like uh, the climate change, he was just fuck it. You know, like, let me
0: say whatever I feel like saying and I like it. But, but let's keep it real. Like how many people do you know in your real life, in your personal life that like are actually that concerned with that shit? No. no nobody I don't I know I don't know anybody but you know what magnifies that shit is this whole Twitter and Instagram
1: and Facebook and oh let's be part of something let's be special instead of just being special so I mean that that's how about that how about be special instead of like try and try to look special which is what people do people it's like like what he said he's like you know we don't give a fuck about tigers. he's like we just we're just greedy because we want to know that the tiger's there and it's fine.
0: Exactly, and and like, <laughs> and going back to like Eminem, the old Eminem would would drop lines like something along along the lines of like driving a a fucking old car that releases like so much emissions into the air while while wearing <laughs> like a fur coat from an endangered species.
1: Yeah, like exactly. a, the old
0: Eminem would say something like that. Whereas, like obviously, you know, he's not really doing it but it's just going to spark so much controversy. At the same time, be thought-provoking because it, it it kind of draws attention to, well, yeah, there are a group of people that really care about these things.
1: Yeah, yeah. J- just like, um, even though this is not as controversial, well, some people saw it as controversial when uh, Kanye West came out with the song, I Am A God. And as a concept, I really enjoyed that. And all the push it got was because people thought that he was just like some like cocky... F- prick, you know, like, oh, I hate him. Why would he make a song like that? and I'm featuring God. I feel like, you know, that's what rap is. Like, yeah. you know, let your balls
0: hang, motherfucker. Like, God damn, like, do exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> and, and like rap now. Even though on the song he says, even though I'm a man of God, like, yeah, the minute you hear that, like, you automatically know that he's not like being blasphemous.
1: No, and, and, he, and, and you could tell it's the concept of it. Like, always go like. Treat yourself like at the highest, you know, level, and think at the highest level. That that's what I got from that song. Just like the feel of it, what he's saying. Hurry up with them damn croissants, like,
0: yeah. like,
1: <laughs> you know, like that shit is dope. Like I like that. Not so much like I, I like the idea of it. Like you know what I'm saying? I, that's in your face. Like this is where I'm, I'm. Like all right, by 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 the year's end, I'm gonna make a thousand dollars more or two thousand dollars more. I'm I'm gonna. I'm gonna go up ten thousand dollars in businesses, like you know, uh, gross income or whatever. Like that's the type of shit. Like that's the way you got to think. You don't think, oh well, fuck, I can't do it. Like because now, no, no. What am I gonna do by the end of the year? That that's to me that that's what that song promotes. Like, don't you know? Aim for the motherfucking stars. Do it and do it now. So that that's what I feel like. Now it's like, and we go back to to the whole Drake thing. Um, He is very basic like and purposely basic in, in a sense where like you could literally take different aspects of different people's lives and it could literally apply you know what i mean oh yeah and, and there's so many songs like um like his love songs they're just like so like basic where it's like you could apply it like because sometimes i catch myself I'm like damn this shit is dope but it's, it's because of what i'm thinking in my head i'm thinking some dope ass shit now if the if the dude is like not thinking some dope ass shit, that still would apply to him. Yeah. So it's kind of a magic trick. So and, and that's what you get now. Now what you won't get from so many rappers is shit like I am a god or shit like what 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 uh Eminem used to get on, which was, you know, just straight up let's test these limits. And um and then the closest I would say that a rapper will try to get to was like um Kendrick Lamar, it's a pimple butterfly, which is overly political, which is exactly what you said. People are, rappers are going to start getting like political and it's not going to be what they think it is, you know, it's not, or what they think. They're not going to get the response that that uh, they think they're going to get. Or maybe they will. I don't know. I mean, the audience now is, is so different from when we were growing up, but it's stuff like that. You're going to get to pimple butterflies. If, if it's going to be like a, because, you know, Kendrick Lamar, he, he could rap. He's very talented. But at the same time, you know, to me, he focused so much in, in, in uh to pimp a butterfly on the political climate that he didn't unfold what like the bits and pieces that that he was leading up to the album with. Yeah. Like the control verse. Like some of the stuff I was listening, I was I listening felt to, I like, was like he whoa.
0: Explored it a little bit on King Kunta. Yeah, yeah. But, but that was pretty much it.
1: And what was that single, the... Um, I? Yeah, I. I liked yeah, I. Yeah,
0: kind of, sort of, yeah.
1: You know, not a lot of people fucked with I, but I liked I. Um, I even felt like the one that was actually, you know, I didn't agree with the whole song, but I felt that he had different points of views from different aspects, was The Black or The Berry. Like when he was saying, oh, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I felt that that was like in a way, okay, you're being political, but at the same time you're looking at it not just from one side, but you know, from the other side too. So I felt, you know, that was I wouldn't say that was a perfect attempt, but that was, you know, a, a good attempt, you know? And then there was songs that I was just like, well I don't, I don't know. Yeah. You know, like I like I said, excellent rapper, I feel that he's light years away from from Drake as far as talent. And 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 even what I said earlier. I'm not saying that, you know, uh, uh, uh you know Kendrick Lamar is not a, a great rapper or a good rapper, but you get so many basic level rappers or, or rappers that rap about like just normal everyday stuff that when someone comes around who actually does have the talent, they're going to be overrated, which is kind of crazy. You know, mm-hmm. like cuz a lot of people say he's underrated. No, I think he's actually overrated cuz yeah, like, I think so too. In the 90s Or even in the early 2000s, he wouldn't—he wouldn't be at least—at least, in my point of view, definitely the 2000s is a top five rapper. No, definitely
0: not. Definitely not.
1: You know, and and uh, that's what I'm saying. It's because of the climate, the current climate. You could be the king, the king of rap, or the king of hip hop. The way that you know everyone, everyone kind of treats him like, and it's because of that. So you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens, but. I don't know. I don't know where music is going right now.
0: Speaking of, of the King uh, switching gears here a little bit, have you seen Kong Skull Island?
1: Nope. Movies, what What are those?
0: Hey, <laughs> man, you're falling <laughs> off on your movie game. like. But yeah, I know, man. You're destroying me this year. I'm actually normally really good, but like I can't keep up. Yeah, the Kong Skull Island is, was the fucking shit. I loved it. I... It's it's the most fun I've had at the theater since, like, Jurassic Park. And I'm not talking about Jurassic World. Jurassic Park, like, when I was a kid. Damn. You know, uh, just a great, fun movie. Uh, great characters. Samuel L. Jackson's character was badass. John C. Riley's character was badass. Brie Larson was badass. Uh, that British dude, Tom H- Hindenston, or whatever his name is badass like cool cool story just fun fun I, I wouldn't rate it i wouldn't rate it too high because i mean it's not a perfect movie but if you just want to go to the theater and and have some fun watching watching a movie like you'll really enjoy this it has a lot of you know uh humorous moments in it it was, it was a good movie
1: would it be comparable to the marvel Movies, like those type of blockbusters? or
0: Yeah, it's comparable. I actually enjoyed this a little bit more because being a comic book fan, like when I watch a Marvel movie, I'm pretty familiar with the source material. So because I'm so familiar with the source material, I'm always sort of dissecting what's taking place because, you know, I'm familiar with it. So I'm like, oh, you know, they could have did this better. They could have did that better. Nah, I, I wish they would have went this route. So
1: you have more expectations. Yeah,
0: with this, more or less. there is no source material that I'm aware of. So I enjoy it more. That's actually part of the reason why I think I enjoyed Guardians of the Galaxy so much. Is because yeah. I had never in my life read a Guardians of the Galaxy comic book. Me neither. So, And I was pleasantly surprised with that yeah, movie. Yeah, so it was, like, it was full enjoyment. Because like I don't know anything about these people. Like... Captain America, I know a lot about him. Thor, I know a lot about him. The Hulk, Iron Man, Spider-Man, the X-Men. You know, I know a lot about these characters. Definitely Batman and Superman.
1: Now, how close, and this is, I mean, I'm not comparing it to a comic book movie, but how close was it to King Kong, Peter Jackson's King Kong? Like, it's,
0: it's a totally different vibe. Like,
1: The story is not even the same?
0: No, no, like Peter Jackson's was pretty much a resemblance of the original, original King Kong movie. Yeah. This is the building blocks for something new, something new. So the majority of it, you know, takes place. Actually, not the majority of it. The whole movie takes place on the island, on on Skull Island. I mean, with the exception of the beginning when the characters are, are elsewhere but uh it, it 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 builds up nicely, and the action sequences are very on point. like you know how uh, in in the Transformers movies, the action sequences s- kind of feel jarring at times. it's like it's like a lot going a on a lot at going the same on. Time. It doesn't mesh very well. You never really get this, even though there's a lot of big stuff happening, you never really feel like overwhelmed or you can't really keep up yeah. with you know the. The, the scale or you know of what's going on, you, you don't get that feeling. Um,
1: now the action scenes King they- Kong
0: looks badass, he, he's yep. they, they design him very well. Uh, the other like creatures on the island are done well, and it doesn't ever feel like it's too much on the island, you know. It doesn't ever feel you know, it does have like an otherworldly feeling. But it doesn't feel too much. That is one thing I would like to see. And and they didn't necessarily have to do it in this movie. I would like to see it in, in, in future movies. Is maybe perhaps explain why that island is like that. Like it has all these other creatures. Um, You know maybe like it was radiation. Or like some something like wild or crazy happened. To kind of ground it more. Because at least even Jurassic Park explains how like the dinosaurs are you know like why they exist again you know so i would kind of like to see that down the road yeah because i don't think we've
1: ever seen not even in uh, peter jackson's king kong it was like the you know everything like was he mutated. just exists yeah he exists yeah, like, and everything know, is huge like the bugs because remember they had the bugs and the dinosaurs in there too now the action scenes compared to to that king kong to the the new I, kong
0: i like this better just overall yeah, yeah.
1: wow Damn, so I'ma go I'ma go see that. And so should you guys.
0: Yeah, so it's it's definitely definitely worth a watch. Um and then uh definitely stay after the credits. Stay after the credits. Damn. Yeah. I heard it's in the
1: same realm as uh the Godzilla
0: movie, right? Yeah. They call it the the Monsterverse. Like, you know, the universe, but of monsters, the Monster Verse, and uh supposedly they're saying that by 2020, the they're going to, like, face off King Kong versus Godzilla. So they're talking about right now, in the next Godzilla movie, he's going to face, like, one of the classic monsters that he's faced before in his movies, like, you know, that big-ass moth or that three-headed dragon. Yeah. I've never been bid on Godzilla. No, me neither. But, like, I'm familiar, like, yeah. with the, uh, like, I've come across those old, like, horrible as Japanese ones yeah you know like and I remember seeing him like fight like a giant moth and then that there's also like a three-headed dragon uh, since,
1: since I don't watch movies I have to ask you <laughs> no but uh the the Godzilla movie did it uh was it because I, I know you weren't as as content with it but do you think that it'll work with with the new Kong movie or, or in 2020 I'm saying
0: yeah I could see it I could see it leading up like it wasn't it wasn't a horrible movie, you know, the Godzilla movie. It's actually rated like a certified fresh, I think like at seventy-nine percent or something. It just didn't do it for me. Um I don't know. I, I there's like a lot of stuff when I was watching it that I would I felt like I could have done better or I would yeah. have done better. Um in terms of like writing and the characters and stuff. It was actually pretty decent from like a cinematic standpoint there was like actually a lot of good cinematography like there was this part where and this is probably the part in the movie that stands out the most to me where there's these helicopters flying through the city and there's like smoke and and fog everywhere and so you can see the monster godzilla but you're getting glimpses of him you're not like catching a a, a look at the whole monster which from a cinematic standpoint, that's badass. Like, you know what I'm saying? because so it, it, it it builds suspense. Because there's something once about once the monsters totally revealed that sort of, like the mystery is gone. Yeah. So you're seeing all of this, and then like these military guys, they're you know in the helicopters and stuff, and you know, and they're on there with their helmets and talking to each other, and then they're like, go, go, go. So then they jump, they jump out. But I guess since it's so foggy and and there's so much smoke. For them to like keep visuals of each other, they have like these red flares that are coming like off their their uniform as they're jumping down. So you see all these red flares like jumping from the sky like around the monster. So oh, it, it has man. like a real like cool look to it. Like you, from a cinematic standpoint, it's very on point, but it was more so the character development yeah and and then i didn't really like the design of the monster himself he kind of looked chunky like like i would have kind of
1: my man's been eating well
0: like i would have liked a a sleeker look to him whereas i don't have that gripe with king kong like he looked badass damn
1: so you would say that godzilla needs to hit the weight room before he faces off yeah. King Kong. At
0: least the treadmill or like do some <laughs> stairs or some
1: shit. <laughs> do some cardio, get that cardio game up.
0: <laughs> so so yeah, that's that's uh but yeah I, I recommend it. I recommend so so Skull a three. Island. Three out of five you would say. Yeah I'd give it a three. Out now.
1: King Kong Skull Island
0: <laughs> Check it out. Oh yeah. Well yeah I think I think that's it. Man, these podcasts fly by don't they?
1: Yeah they do. Fuck it. Another 45 minutes? No,
0: No, I think that's good for now. Uh, Again, thanks for listening. Um, That's it for today. Remember to check us out at audioapesmusic.com. That's the roadmap you need for everything us. Again, thank you for the support. Tell your friends about us. Help us grow this podcast. We want to grow. We want to get better. Trying to do more episodes, trying to knock them out. We're trying to grow this YouTube channel. A lot of stuff, a lot of stuff going on.
1: Oh, yeah. So make sure to follow us. Audio Apes, spelled correctly, and Hanging With Apes on Twitter. Um, Enjoy these episodes. Share them. And we're working on new music, so hopefully... uh, yeah. But a couple more episodes, and we'll show you guys some new stuff. Some snippets, perhaps. Hell yeah. All right. Peace. Peace.